Yo, welcome to our podcast. I am DJ Tucker and this is uh, Kyle and uh, we are just starting this up new. Um, DJ, go ahead. I We don't have a name yet, but we're, we're working on it. We have a couple names in mind. Um, we have a couple topics in mind. So we're just going to bullshit through this, see how people like it. Uh, hopefully you like it. Yeah, I really think that it's just about going through the flow of things and just finding out, being comfortable, um, just being ourselves, really. So, um, yeah. So me and Kyle met Kent, fucking what, 2016? Yeah, I think summer of 2016. Um, Kent has this destination. Was it destination Kent yeah, State? DKS. DKS. Oh, Basically, in the middle of summer. It wasn't even like August. It was like June. Right. You went to Kent for a weekend by yourself. It's basically starting college for a weekend. And they just kind of just throw you in there. They don't let you pick a roommate or anything. Exactly. You just get boarded up all by yourself, um, not knowing anybody, like DJ said. And it's all just a matter of, you know, experiencing, being by yourself. I think it's a shitty way to start. It really college. is. Like, it really is. So I was I was nervous. And my roommate ended up being really cool. His name was Mitch. I don't even know how I remember that. We were supposed to be roommates and during Kent, but he kind of like goes to me. Fuck you, Mitch. I'm just I kidding. honestly think that my, my roommate didn't end up going to Kent because he, he had such a bad time at the DKS. Really? Yeah, it was so bad. So we got the DKS and basically you get there and they don't tell you anything. You kind of just get there and you're walking around campus by yourself. So I see this kid, Kyle. Super short, almost bald, dude. You had like a Almost bald. I, I finally grew some hair. Um... He was sitting by himself and I was like super socially awkward back then. So like it took test of that for sure. It took like thirty minutes for me to like walk up to Kyle and say hi, but I did. And now we've been friends for six years. Five years. I have my math's back. And it's been a crazy ride. We've just grown comfortable with each with each other and the first know. thing we did was play bowling with Mitch and that one oh, girl with I colored guess. hair. Yeah. And you were really good. He was Didn't like, they have a rodeo there too? Or was that a different date? A rodeo? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they had a rodeo. Like, like you could ride a bull there. Oh, no. shit, dude. Oh, they my did, God. They did, right? During East... It was in Eastway. Eastway, but that wasn't DKS. Oh, that was, okay. like, years back. Gotcha. That was fun, though. I didn't do it, but it looked fun, at least. Um, we have a ton of stories, a ton of experiences to tell you guys. I want, I want to talk about my first college party experience. Well... You can talk about yours too. I don't know how yours went. Yeah, ours are definitely going to be a bit different. Did you? But, uh, so in high school, I was a loser, like a big loser. Like I didn't, I didn't really have friends. I didn't party or anything. I didn't even know people partied and drank and had sex in high school. I honestly un- had no clue either until I got to uh, college, and it was like a culture shock for sure. So, and going into college, I did not smoke. I didn't drink. I didn't party. I've never been to a party. And so my friends, Bree and Diamond, one of my best friends, um, we were going out to a party and I'm drinking alcohol. I forgot what I had. It was, I think it was just Probably vodka. Natty Lake. No, no, it wasn't beer. It was like straight vodka in a cup. And we oh, mixed wow. it with like orange juice or something. That's it was fucking shot. gross. Or maybe even a four logo. It could have been freshman year. We used to pregame so fucking bad like we would get unbelievable okay i'm getting off the topic okay so we're getting like really fucked up in this like small dorm room and we have to walk to the frats we don't even uber and the frats it's it's a little bit of a walk oh yeah about 20 minutes um so we have this huge group it's like maybe 15 people and it's like a bunch of people i don't know so i'm kind of just walking in the back and i'm really drunk because i've never drank before in my life so I'm like stumbling to this frat house, right? So we get to the frat and they give us the hardest time in the fucking world. Like the hardest time to get in the frat. They're like counting our guys to our girl ratio because in Kent, apparently, you, if you're a guy, you have to go through so many hoops to get into a party and so many hoops. I mean, I had to pretend to be gay to get into certain parties because they would literally count how many girls to guy you had, like a girl to guy ratio. It was it was pretty shitty, and you didn't get any alcohol in there. So I'm carrying a backpack full of alcohol. This is my first time drinking. 
you show up to this frat, they're like questioning us, like, who do you know here? Uh, why are you here? How many guys are coming? Like all these questions, I'm drunk out of my mind. So we finally get in with convincing. I think the girls might've showed their boobs. I'm not going to lie. Like frats are gross. I, I'm, I'm not going to say it. sometimes, but anyway, we get into this party and the first thing I hear is the guitar rift of, um, fuck, what's that little Wayne song? Um, I forgot the Little Wayne song. I'm gonna look it up. I hear the guitar riff of this Little Wayne song, and it literally gave me goosebumps, because it's like I'm I'm really drunk at this point. We drank for like an hour before the the party. I was gonna say six foot seven foot. But no, I know that that doesn't. It's have a guitar um, rift. rich as fuck. I walk into this. I walk in this frat. The first party I've ever been to. I walk in the frat and. The music was in the basement, so it was, like, muffled a little bit. So I walk in. It's, like, super dark, almost foggy. I think people were smoking in there. There's, like, lights, and then the music, the guitar riff from Rich as Fuck was playing from the basement up there. So it was, like, a little muted, like, guitar riff. So I walk in. I get goosebumps. I'm like, holy shit, this is going to be, like, the greatest day ever. And I sat in the corner the whole night and watched people... uh, dance and watch all the guys get all the girls and then i got introduced to pong my first love i am a d1 pong player um if you want to smoke in pong please hit me up because i'm just amazing and that's where i started playing pong and now i love pong so every party i went to i just went straight to the pong table so what you're saying is that your first party experience has really like grown you into who you are today as a partier no, because <laughs> now, I mean, no, because now I like go to parties and I talk to people. College, really, like, I think it's almost impossible to be like super shy and go to college. Oh, for sure. Because you're kind of thrown into this world of not knowing people and you have you have to talk to people that have you got to adapt 100 percent. and the thing is i ended up being friends with two girls that ended up being in the most popular two most popular sororities for sure and then shout out bringing diamond again and then best friends with someone who's in the most not the most popular guys frat but one of the most popular guys frat. so basically every time i went out or saw these people I, they would get recognized. Kyle would get recognized all the time. He's like the most popular guy I know. It was crazy though. Like all throughout college, you know, I I wasn't expecting to know so many people being at a school of 33,000 people. And it was just like everywhere I went. He's I not, felt, I felt embarrassed crazy. within our friend group, DJ, because See, every single corner that I would turn, somebody would be like, hey, yo, Kyle, what's up? Or... Hey, how's it going? And I'd be like, yo, what's good? What's good? No clue who the fuck they were. <laughs> See, the thing with Kyle was freshman year. I don't know how he got so popular. I think it's because you were thinking about going into the frats. So you're like going to a bunch of frats. But he already knew a decent amount of people for just walking in the school. Going, you, He's from New Jersey. And we go to college in Kent. Well, we did go to college in Kent. And so Which he's is in like, Ohio, by the way. Yeah. So he's like really thrown in. Like he knew one person who ended up being the worst person on the planet. Jess Dominic, I will say her name. I will cut it out. <laughs> I will cut it out if I need to, but I will say her name. She's a shitty person and she is a zoology major. So that's even worse. Sorry to the zoology majors that are listening. But Kyle was thrown in literally knowing no one. He's like, he looked like a kindergartner, first of all. Yeah, I think being five foot five, like 140 pounds, really made it super easy, you know, for girls to befriend me because they weren't interested. Nobody mm, wanted a five foot five guy. I don't guy. know, dude. Kyle kind of got it. He kind of got bitches freshman year. I'm not gonna lie, more. Well, obviously more than me. Freshman. Well, I think my whole college experience, I was very ugly. I did not glow up until like a year or two ago. But Kyle was always the person that girls went for, especially after he um, joined the frat, I think. Yeah, I could definitely say, like, I know that how DJ gave his first party experience. My first party experience, you know, really paved the way 
for me being as personable as I am nowadays. And I don't know. I just feel well, as if I want to hear about it now. Yeah, no, I just feel as if, you know, going to that first party ever and then walking back, meeting up with my friends halfway, um, it really just was yours at Ken as well, your first party? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Was it with James and Bill? No, it, it actually wasn't. So the first day that I moved in, uh, they call it movers and groovers. You've got to move into Kent State. you got to yeah. move into the dorms. And That was a shit show, by the way. It was like a two-day thing, and I don't think they really knew what they were it doing. Was, it was crazy. Um, a lot I, of people just walking well, all over the place. I'm going to cut you off. I have a really funny story. Um, I moved in a week before everybody else because of a diversity thing. It was basically all the colored people <laughs> moved in um, because it was part of my um, my scholarship. So I moved in the week early. So the day that my roommate moved in, I was already there for five days. So I'm sleeping in and I'm sleeping in boxers. This guy walks into the room with his family, his little sister, his mom, his dad, everybody. He wakes me up. It's like 8 a.m. And I like jump out of my bed and I'm like almost naked. And I'm like, holy shit. And they're like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, give me like five minutes. It was like the most embarrassing thing ever. But it ended up, my, my roommate ended up being very fucking weird. I will go back to that. But I want to hear Kyle's first party experience. Yeah, so movers and groovers. Um, there were like fraternity guys that were helping move in. Sorority girls helping move girls in. And it was just... A matter of like 30 seconds my parents were helping me carry in all my bedding for my for my new dorm room all my wall decorations like my uh every single piece of thing or every single thing that i was going to use throughout the entire year and uh this frat guy walks up to me and he goes yo uh you want to come to our party tonight so i was just like yeah i'll get back to you seeing that my parents were literally right yeah. behind me while he was handing me this flyer. So I ended up going to that party later on uh, at the night when my parents leave. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm a bit nervous. I really don't know anybody. I'm just going to stick to this guy that invited me. Wait, so you went by yourself? Oh, I went by myself. Oh, Jesus Christ. So I went by myself, knew literally nobody, was kind of scared. Um, but it felt good being able to say, Hey, like when they asked me who I knew and I just gave his name and they're like, Oh shit, you know, him, right. what's up? And then they exactly immediately brief, brief. Wow. I can't speak. Befriend you. Exactly. Like it was <clears throat> literally within seconds. You knew I, everybody. I knew about 30 different guys. Yeah. And so I wasn't a frat guy at this time. I was very hesitant because I, I didn't want to be stereotyped like that. And and then you joined the frat anyway. Yeah, that's later on. But uh, <laughs> first party experience. Um, well, it seems like you had a better time than me for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely got pushed down into the, or not physically pushed, but you know how the party's always in the basement. I don't so, know why. Neon flashing lights, didn't really know what was up, uh, didn't really drink in high school, just like DJ. And uh, I'm pretty sure that I mixed vodka with Gatorade. I really think that, that, was, that was my first was ever move. mixed drink. I think mine was vodka with orange juice. Right. I mean, I feel like that was the easiest go-to. So I found out that other frats in other places like give out alcohol to like the people that come to their party. Like you would assume, Kent frats do not do that whatsoever, unless you are a frat guy or a really hot girl. So if you don't have tits, then you're kind of out of luck. So we would have to literally put so much alcohol in, her, in a backpack that I or Danny or maybe Kyle ended up carrying. It was super heavy because it was like 15 beers, two vodka bottles, and a bunch of mis mixers. And then later on, I put some weed in there. But anyway, so I'm this fucking black kid walking down Kent Main, what was it? Main bottles Street? clanking on Main bottles Street. clanking. In my backpack. So one time, this is the night that you met Subran. We were very, very drunk. A party, or we went to a bunch of, this was a fucked up night. This is like another story that we have to tell one day. A uh, fight ended up 
broke in one party that me and Kyle were in with a bunch of girls. And then our friends split up with us and they're at another party and a fight broke out there. And there's like a bunch of cops on the street and I had this backpack full of alcohol and weed. And everybody that I'm with in this group is basically blackout at this point. Um, so a cop rolls up and we're all sitting on this bench trying to find like everybody in our group. And this cop rolls up and he goes, hey, what you guys doing? And me being the only sober one in this group, because I'm waiting to smoke. I didn't even drink that night, I don't think. Um, oh, yeah, I don't I don't remember you drinking. I, I, walked, I walked up to this cop so confidently with my backpack on. My backpack was full of, I think, a whole 12-pack of beer. I definitely had a bottle of vodka, and I had more than an eighth of weed on me, for sure. Um, we were having a good night. <laughs> so I walk up to this cop, and he's like, hey, what are you guys doing? I'm like, you know, we're just chilling. We're trying to find our friends. They're at a, they were at a party. They got too drunk. I'm just trying to walk everybody home. He's like, oh, what's in the backpack? And, you know, my things and stuff. He's, and I yeah, just things talk, and stuff. <laughs> I just talked to this cop, and he let us go. He was really cool. I was so nervous. I came back shaking, dude. That could have been, like, the end of my life. I wouldn't see that in my life. I would have gotten in so much trouble because I would have gotten um, underage drinking, possession of yeah, drugs. it's nothing that any of you want to get. Like yeah, you you don't want to get caught. You smoking. know the deal. Like I did, I got caught smoking weed, but that's a, another another um, topic for another day. I want to talk about Kyle some more because he's very interesting because he is famous on TikTok. Talk about it. Oh, boy. All right. So as much of this uh, party talking as we're doing, I am, in fact, famous on TikTok. And he's a teacher. For being a teacher. Like, I really don't know how these two things go hand in hand. The thing is, what's really weird about TikTok, like, there's TikTok and then there's, like, sub-genres of TikTok. Oh, for sure. Because Kyle's on teacher talk, and I didn't even know that was a thing until he started making TikToks, and it's a booming industry, apparently. So you all know how TikTok goes, right? Whatever videos you watch, you know, whether it's gaming or cooking or sports, you know, you're going to get that on your feed. And so, yeah, there definitely is a teacher TikTok or teacher talk, as you said. And I guess that... A lot of my videos have been popping off because other teachers around the United States or I guess around the world have just been, you know, liking my stuff. And so I think not just that, teachers, everybody. Likes all teachers. right. I guess, I guess, I guess. He has like, what, three or four viral videos. Every video has like over a thousand views. Yeah. And not to just say, you know, not to put you down or anything, but I think it's like seven or eight. Seven or eight. Okay, sir. You know, 158,000 followers. Um, In the making. In the making. The thing is, it's, I I think it's just weird about the subgenre because like our friend group, we all have TikTok and we all send TikToks in our little group chat. Oh, yeah. And they're all so different. Like Will's is, Horny TikTok. <laughs> Sorry, Will, but he's the horny bastard. James is very, I don't even want to say the word. He is talk? No, oh, no, no, okay, no. Okay, His is like a very weird talk. They, if When they're listening, they'll know what I'm talking about. Um, oh, I, I already know what you're talking about. Mine is like hilarious. Just like skits and shit. And then also just a lot of ass. <laughs> so he's on ass talk everybody that's, no because that's how i got into tiktok i wasn't big in the tiktok on, if I, you're allowed to call a teacher tiktok or teacher talk why can't i call it ass talk for you yeah you can call it ass talk. yeah let's talk it ass let's call it ass talk um the only reason i would get on tiktok is when the boys sent me like ass videos so like my first tiktok feed was just all ass and i was like i cannot do this like my meat cannot handle but anyway my TikToks, I think my TikTok's really funny. Um, I don't know. What kind of TikTok are you on? Is it, do you get a lot of teachers? Honestly, I haven't been on TikTok. I've been doing a lot of traveling lately, but... Yeah, this, man, this man has been, like... MIA. Basically. Basically. Um, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants is what I called them <laughs> yesterday. Too, too funny, too funny. Speaking of basketball, this is, like, completely just off topic, but me and Kyle are in a men's league. And our team is really bad. Like, um, what's our record, DJ? 
I don't know how many games we have, but we have not won one. So it's zero on something. Um, but that's okay. Our first game, we lost 100 to 38. And from there, it's been up and down, you know. Um, um, we haven't lost by 62 in a while, though. Yeah, we haven't. Mm, Unless it was last week when I wasn't there. Last week. Last week, I only scored two points. I think we lost by more than two. Oh, my goodness. I did not play last week. But I don't even know why I brought this up. I just wanted everybody to know we're in a men's league. And next year, we're going to join a lower division, and we're going to win that division. So we're not ass at basketball, I swear. Well, some of us are ass at basketball. Me and Kyle are not. Um, James is good. Uh, so I have a question. What made okay. you become a teacher? Like, Why did I become yeah. a teacher? So... I originally went to college, and I know that we've been talking a lot about college, but there's different aspects, right? There's the party I mean, aspect, and then there's the actual aspect. Where you go and get your education. Yeah, that's like the least important part of college. Um, that's false, because I got a job right out of college, which I am thankful for. And um, let me just tell you that I became a teacher because I wanted to be that person that made the change for all those students out there that need it. Um, it's just a matter of being the person that's able to connect one-on-one -on -one with all of those students and just being the person that could guide them and, you know, make them feel like they have somebody to talk to or somebody that hears them out. I was not expecting that answer. <laughs> oh, wow, dude, my voice cracked so bad. Um, I was not expecting it, that answer. That was very mature. I was going to call it lame, but I don't want to be... I'm an asshole. Um, I also wanted to become a teacher. Like, really? That was the for what for what reason would you if my answer was lame? <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, actually. Yeah. Well, I was okay. really I was really into um, history, so I just wanted to like learn more about history. Gotcha. Um, but then I realized I'm not that patient, and I do not think I could um, handle kids. And I say this because I worked at a day camp once i can't remember what year like three or four years ago worked at a day camp in maple heights um i'm if you're not familiar with maple heights um i wouldn't say it's the hut but it's definitely not the greatest neighborhood to live in for sure um so the kids were very rowdy and when I mean rowdy, I mean every time I walked into this place at 7 a.m., I had to be ready to fight for my life, and I'm not kidding. These kids would come in at 7.15, drink some juice, some grape juice, drink some milk, and be ready to, like, beat my ass out of nowhere. And I was, like, the youngest counselor, I guess you would say, out of everybody. I was, at that point, I was, like, 19. I don't even think I was 20. It was, like, 19, 18. Mm -hmm. And these kids were in middle school going into college so and everybody else was like really old so they related to me more and i kind of got close with them but then they got really close and started beating my ass and like hard like one time i really thought i was gonna like get really injured because you're in like the... wait like they were physically attacking you oh yeah like i would go 12 rounds with the kids i got in trouble once because i was fighting the kids no okay yeah i'm gonna need some more explanation i'm not hitting these kids that sounded That's really not bad. what it sounds like. They were hitting me. I was kind of just pushing them off and, like, picking them up and, like, like slam. Not slamming, but, like... You were about to say <laughs> slamming, dude. Well, it depends. Like, I would slap box a little bit. Nothing... I wouldn't hurt the kids. None of the kids got hurt. I mean, I mean, my boss would watch me play with the kids. It was, like, when dogs fight. Oh, okay. Like, so, like where it looks, it, looks fish, it looks vicious, but right. it's really not. Well, for me. I was not trying to hurt these kids at all. They were physically trying to, like, rip my dick off, I think. Like, they would... I would go home with bruises all over me. They would literally beat the shit out of me. Damn. I, one time we were playing a game, keep away. Basically, I had a ball. They had to get the ball and put it to their base. And I'm fucking... I'm fast. I'm super fast. I'm tall. Like, I, I think I have this in the bag. I trip. I trip running as 30 kids are following what do they do? Pile on top they of me? They pile on top of me. And at first, I'm like, okay, I'm pretty, I'm strong enough to get these kids off of me. I'm not strong enough to get those kids off mm -hmm. of me, bro. Right. <laughs> like, I was suffocating down there. I'm screaming for 
the other camp counselors to come help me at this point. Because, like, there's 30 kids on top of me, and I have this ball under me, and I can't move. So they're trying to get the ball, and I can't get the ball out to, like, I wanted to give them the ball. I'm like, please, just let me give you the ball, and I can't move. So I'm under this pile of 30 kids, and I'm screaming help. But I'm so, like, deep under this pile that my screams are muffled, bro. So I'm like, and they're like, they think I'm playing because, like, they're like, ah, you're not hurt. I'm seriously under this pile. Like, I think this is my deathbed. Like, could you imagine dying to, like, 30 kids just piling on top of you? Not at all. It was not a fun experience. So then I got a question for you that has probably been a question that has been raised all over the country. Um, it's, it's just like a random question that you ask oh, yeah. just to get somebody's thoughts and opinions on. Oh, yeah. So how many fifth graders do you think that you could take oh, on? A lot. All right. But I from think, the sound of it, you said the 30 is too much. But I wasn't trying to hurt these kids. That's the thing. Oh, okay. If I had to but, fight. But like you play slap box and. Well, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not hurting these kids. Okay, I'm pulling okay. the punches there. Don't make me seem like I'm abusing kids. All right, so, so how I many they fifth had graders a, could you A take? lot. Because they're being intolerant. Give me a number that you actually think. Fifth graders. I think. Let's I'm say pushing. that they're about like 85 pounds, five foot tall. I think I'm pushing like 100 fifth graders. 100 fifth yes. graders. Dude. Their pain tolerance is so low. I think one punch is knocking them out. Do you all not right, agree? But, but what happens if all of them swarm you at once? That's where I plant myself in a corner, a narrow corner. where all I right, can... That would be even more messed no, up. No, 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 no. Have you seen the raid too? No. Okay. Well, educate there's me. a educate me. There's a scene in the bathroom. Because you're a, not winning this argument right in now. In a stall. Imagine me in a stall. Okay. There's... Okay, this is uh, there's a hundred fifth graders coming to kill me. Okay, and I'm in a stall, and I can control how many fifth graders come in. So if I can control like one or two, maybe even five at a time, I think I can get a hundred. Let like a few come in, close the door, then I have to fight what six fifth graders? Can you not take six fifth graders? I don't know, man. I think I could take a decent amount. I mean, I don't think they can hurt me that much. You're underestimating their power. How? 100%. Maybe it's different because I'm the size of a fifth grader and you're like twice their size, but... Yeah, plus my reach, dude. I don't think a fifth grader is touching me until I at least get to like 40. That's true. The only thing is I'm going to get so tired. Do I have a weapon? No. no I don't. Just, just you fist the cuffs? 100? Oh, yeah. And they don't have weapons. No. They're not killing It's me. just you versus them. How they? How do they kill me? By beating your ass to death. How long would that take? I don't know, and I don't think that you ever want to find out. I, I won't find out because I don't think they're beating me. 100. I don't think they're beating me. Okay, so, 100 so, so if 100 isn't going to beat you, then what number would 101. it be? 101. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one is on. just the feather that breaks that the camel's extra one. No. I don't know how many. It depends on the fifth grader. I think I could. I th I do think a hundred. I could take a hundred. Um, I do think I might be underestimating their power a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think they're also underestimating our power. We are like twenty three years old. I think one really good punch to the job of fifth grader is sufficient enough to kind of knock them out. Okay. So all I have to do is punch a hundred times. Wow. Imagine. Do you think any fifth grader is taking a full force punch from you and getting right back up? I mean, I'm not touching a single fifth grader being a teacher, so. Well, well you brought up the scenario. <laughs> right, for saying, you. If, if a fifth grader can take my full punch to the jar stomach and get up, then I deserve it. I'm that. sure that there are some out there that are just as tall as you. Well, height has nothing to do with it. It's more strength. Unless this fifth grader is training like Rocky Balboa, I think I'm okay. <laughs> There's a possibility. Out of 100, maybe. Out of 100, maybe. But if still, you get to pick them, then I think that you'll be okay. But <clears throat> if we take a random sample out of the whole... I still think I'm okay. Okay. I don't think any fifth grader is taking one of my punches or kicks and getting right back up and trying to fight me still. There's no way. There is no way. If they had a reward on the line, then possibly... 
And then the second one is really going to fuck him up at that point. True. Because I think one punch from me to the jaw of a fifth grader is breaking his jaw. Okay. So I think as long as I can conserve my energy enough to, like, take on 100, I, I think I'll be okay. If I have to, like, run, too, I think I might be fucked. But I if there's, like, a set arena and there's just 100 fifth graders, I think I'm okay. Because also, I can move around. I'm tall. I'm fast. So it's not like they're going to trap me or something you know all right so you versus 100 fifth graders you say that you can take them on i do so now now let's say that we put you up against the one of the greatest boxers in all time mike tyson what the fuck that's a big jump okay all right how long do you think i could survive no let's say let me just ask you how much money do you think that you would take like what is the minimum possible amount of money that you would take for mike tyson to punch you square in the face you you have to take it a lot because a punch from mike tyson square in the face is fucking up your face no matter what so i just need enough money to fix my face so what like twenty five thousand? no or is your face worth more than that okay well it's not just to fix my face it's i'm taking this punch to like secure my future true like i'm taking that punch and going right to the bank and opening up a chick-fil-a chick-fil-a that that's the best business idea ever if you won the lottery open up a chick-fil-a everybody loves chick-fil-a even the open on sundays who cares i still make a shit ton of money do you not agree i think if you buy a chick-fil-a you're always gonna make money for sure there's no i've never heard of a chick-fil-a closing down ever and take that money from Mike Tyson, but your face is going to be fucked up for a long time. For sure. Either he's breaking your jaw or breaking your nose. So you don't think that 100 fifth graders would break your nose or break your jaw? Never. Oh, no. I think I would come out injured for sure. Oh, but you're not getting you're not getting reimbursed for this. Well, no, that wasn't the you're question. You're right, you're right, you're right. It was just a scenario. Well, uh, yeah, that wasn't the question at all. Like... I mean, if I have to fight fifth graders for money, then I have to fight fifth graders for money. Sure. Um, I have a question. Since yeah. you're bringing up hypo- hypotheticals, well, it's I not even a hypothetical. There is an, I wouldn't even call it an argument, a conversation out there that has intrigued me for a long time. All right, let me hear. Um, do you think you're a main character in your friend group? In my friend group? And you can, like, split up friend groups. You can go, like, your frat friend group. You can go the friend group I'm in. I feel like, uh, friend I feel like I'm always a main character Oh, in every friend Look group. Look at Batman over here. Just because... That's not even a good reference. I don't even like that I said Batman. I, I just feel like... Michael Scott. I'm always bringing something to each and every single friend group. It's not that I play a supporting role. It's It's that I play the role that I play. He you know? said, I am with me, the main character. Right. With me, like... I agree. There, I don't know how the frat friend group is, but... There, there's just no no competing. Kyle is holding you. back a lot right now. He's so much weirder than he's putting on. So, when he says he is the main friend, like, the main character, I definitely believe it. Because that man is fucked. He's off the rails for sure. Like, 90%. Really, I, I act different around each different group that I'm with. I, you're very mature around your, your frat guys, which is weird. I think that's... And not even just them. I'm I'm mature around the people that I need to be mature around or want to be mature around. And then I'm, you know... And then you I get am. around me. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I'm who I am with you. Um, I think I'm the main character. All right. Let me hear why. Uh... Well, for the Kent friend group, I think I was the glue for that friend group. Because once I left college, you guys did not hang out. 100%. That is speaking the God's honest truth. And I I mean, I don't want to be an asshole. But like, oh, I'm the glue to friend groups. Or, but for that friend group specifically, I kind of just brought my friend group and connected it to yours. Mm-hmm. So when I left, it was kind of just like... What the fuck is no, that? No, for sure. I but, definitely get what And then saying. also, when I came back to visit, like, everybody hung out. So that's why I think I'm the main character in that front group. And the Dark Inwards front group, I definitely think I'm the main character. I, I don't... I can tell you why, though. 
All right. I'm not a main character <clears throat> in that friend group just because I, I haven't been there. Jointly. Right. Oh, yeah. I think it's... I'm, I'm a new character. I'm a main That's character ready for the takeover. <laughs> I think I am one of the funniest in the friend group, either me or Forrest. So I think just based off of that alone. And plus, when we're always in parties or hanging out, I think I... I don't want to say I drive conversation, but I chime in a lot. I I drive some conversation. I don't know. I definitely think I'm a, a main character. And I feel like you definitely talk the most out of everybody. Most of my friend groups. Um, I think that's just because I used to be so awkward, mm -hmm. I guess, or I don't even know. Shy? Dude, like, so shy. I My mom would tell me to go inside a gas station and like give $20 on pump seven or whatever. And I would literally have a panic attack and start crying because I had to talk to someone. Damn. So it's like a drastic change from that. And I think I have a, well, I keep touching my mic. I don't know if that's in the show up on this or not, but anyway, I think I have a really good personality to where I can kind of like adapt to any friend group, um, which helps just to be likable, I guess. I don't know. No, definitely. So I think that makes me a main character. I think just because I can get along and make certain demographics laugh. I don't know. So then let's just bring this whole conversation full circle. So in the beginning, you started talking about how, you know, <clears throat> you were very shy going into college. Yeah. And then, you know, at your first college party, you had trouble getting in. So going from there five years ago, to now, how did you get to being this personable <laughs> main character? I don't fucking know, man. I mean, I think it's just hanging with Brian Diamond, to be honest. I mean, so two people paved you. your way for becoming personable. Absolutely. Okay. I actually fair think. enough. Hey, fair um, enough. I don't think they didn't shape my personality. I my personality was there. It was just getting people to know it. So I mean, I would getting hang out with to them. branch out. You need those people. And this goes for, like, any situation, I feel. You need those people to bring the best out in you. And, like, otherwise those people aren't your true friends. It was just them putting me in, like, the most awkward situations ever. And they would always talk to guys and stuff. So I'm always meeting. Every time I hung out with either Bree Diamond or Kyle, I'm always meeting someone new. And so eventually, at that point, I just stopped being shy i don't know why it's not even a confidence thing because i don't even my confidence isn't that high still i do think i'm good looking i think i have a good personality whatever i don't know i don't know where it came from to be honest i kind of just got pushed out of my shell to the point where i just once you were able to be who me you actually in front of are. everybody and realize like oh shit people actually fuck with me that's kind of sweet and i feel like that's a big like plus that was ugly story. so like I keep saying this, but, like, it's a little bit less pressure because you know you can't get the girl. So you might as well just be really cool. So that kind of helped a little bit. I don't know if that makes sense. No, I, I, I get that. Um, but don't sell, yourself, you're, don't sell yourself short. All right. You, my friend, and anyone out there. Wisdom. Right. Like, this is just, you know. I have some knowledge. This is your you. sign. This is really just your sign to... Be you. Get, get yourself out there. If you're going to college and you're really scared, you're nervous, um, my best advice is also my worst advice, and that is to join a frat or a sorority. What do you think? I think... What do yeah, you think? I, mean, I, I, know, I know that a lot of people say that you're paying for your friends. Yeah, if you're like, comfortable with paying the amount that they ask you to pay, I don't... It is kind of paying with friends, but it's also paying to, like, Everything, everything in college, the first two years runs through frats and sororities, mostly frats. Every party you go to is the first two years, at least, is going to be a frat party. Um, so if you already like Im embed yourself into that culture, it, it will pave a way for you. I'm not going to lie. Like you will, you will know people, you'll get popular. People will know you don't want to talk to you because everybody's trying to get into the frat party. So even if it is kind of a fake friendship, I guess, if people are kind of using you, um, 
it still puts you out there. Like you're still talking to people. You're still meeting people. And I, it's not good advice, but I kind of wish I joined the frat in the beginning. Um, but now I'm kind of glad I didn't, but yeah, I feel like it's really just, I was also fucking broke. Yeah. So, no, I feel that I, I heard that shit's expensive. For me, it was only like $300 a semester. So 600 a year. So as long as you have but some sort what is, of what is that money going towards? Like, what does that 600 do? Pays for your national dues. It pays for... What are national dues? So, you know how fraternities are on regular campuses? Yeah. So, like, Kent State has, it, has like, a Pike or has mm-hmm. a Sigma Chi. Um, there are campuses all over that have those same fraternities. So, the national fraternity, uh, uh, they protect you. They, how? you know... Protect you how? I'm so confused. I'm sure that you've heard plenty of stories about how fraternities are getting in trouble, right? Well, so they'll yes. hire lawyers lawyers for you, correct? Oh, so it's rapists. not just that. I'm sorry, that was really. Nice. It's not just that. <laughs> it's also more for um, leadership building, um, you know, activities. Not so much activities. So they teach but, you that shit, like leaderships and whatever. Oh yeah, how to be a good person. Then what the fuck happened? Because it's the stereotype. It's not a stereotype because, because most frat guys are fucking douchebags. And what about me? We were a douchebag. <laughs> yeah, and he, he knows he was. But it's because everything goes through frats. They have way too much power. What what about what about once I became in a frat? Okay, yeah, he softened up a little bit, I guess. But that's a rare rare occurrence. Actually, your frat is just full of nice guys for the most part. Um, but other frats, way too much power. Uh, your college experience should not go through frats for the first two years. I think that's bullshit. It gives them way too many, way too much power. Because mm-hmm. everybody wants to talk to the frat guys and get them to the parties or whatever. That's my advice, join a frat. Although I just said how shitty frats and stuff are. Um, or join a sorority if you're a girl. You'll get so popular You'll meet like, a lot of people. So You'll have a good time. I mean, regardless of if you join a frat or a sorority, you're going to meet a lot of people. Completely agree. Um, uh, what kind of music are you into right now? Right now? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Ty Verde. I'm not sure if you know Ty who he Verde? is. Yeah. Is he Mexican? You know how it goes. Ty Green? Living in this big blue world. No. It's what kind of music does he make? All right. Um, it's kind of like... You know Khalid? Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like his music, but a little less uh, a little less instrumental. I don't understand that. Oh, so simpler beats is what you're saying. For sure. Oh, well, For the sure. only reason I really like Khalid is because he has this very vibey beats. Vibey. I'm tr- I, I can't think of the word. Good beats. Um, no, for sure. Chill beats. Mm-hmm. Chill beats, for sure. Um, I've been really into Tyler. Big chilling. Tyler, the creator's new album. Okay. Um, Call Me If You Get Lost. If you haven't heard it, please go listen to it because it's album of the year. Have you heard it? Mm-hmm. It's very good. Never have. Are you a Tyler fan? I only listened to him for a good, like, two weeks in college. But I've never, you know, I've never given it a shot. Very good. I'm really into music, so... Um, I listen to them a lot, but I also don't because I don't like discovering new music, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. a lot of it is just listening through a lot of shit to hear like one good song, which kind of sucks. So I kind of rely on TikTok, kind of. I was just about to say that like they, they TikTok do. has done a very good job at promoting new artists. I definitely made sure I got on TikTok. Talk. Wait, no, not TikTok. Talk. Fucking talking about music talk, mm-hmm. and I have like two people that just put me on music, and then I don't have to go through all this shit. Yeah, I which is that. nice, um, because that's just boring, and I don't want to listen to shit music to find one good song. Um, I had an ex that I literally made, like she would go through all the shit music and just send me the good ones. Good times. Man. Oh shit! So like Spotify playlists, is that your? Go-to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a lot of Spotify playlists. I have a. I have a playlist that is a lot of songs long. 
I think you got to let everybody know what exactly the it name is. of it is. Everything imaginable is 110 hours long. Uh, follow me on Spotify from here. I don't know my Spotify. It's DJ Talk Radio. Follow me on Spotify. But listen to some good music. I'm into everything. I was thinking on my right here, actually. I don't think there's an artist in the world that has made music that I wouldn't vibe to. Like, a song that I wouldn't vibe to. Like, there's at least one song that an artist made that I think I would like. So let's say Drake. What songs don't you like by him? Well, he makes so much music. There's a lot. I don't like um, um, Marvin's Room. I don't like that album at all, actually. Okay. Whatever album that is. I forgot what it is. So let's go off of Tyler, the creator, then. All his older shit. Okay. Wolf, I don't like. I don't like Goblin. Or, I think that's in the same album. I don't like Wolf. I don't like Cherry Bomb. And there's another one I don't remember. They're just not good. Um, but then his newer stuff, from Flower Boy to Igor to Now Call Me When You Get Lost, is like some of my favorite shit ever. So, um, I used, and like music tastes kind of, well, my music tastes adapt, adapted, because I used to love Eminem and Logic, and now I hate them. Yeah, Logic used to be my man. That shit used to slab back then, and uh-huh. then I realized, like, what the fuck am I doing? 2016. 2016 Logic kind of went off, but... I kind of just said that on this. I'm going to cut it out because I don't want people to know that. I'm just um, Yeah. But I'm into, like, everything. I'm wearing a Metallica shirt right now. Led Zeppelin's one of my favorite bands. Big and... Country. Um, it's super hit or miss for me. I like um, Country Roads. Jolene. That's a fucking slap right? Um, Stuck Like Glue by Sugarland. I don't know if it's that country. Yeah. Oh, that's um, big country. Uh, what about Wagon Wheel by Darius Rucker? No, because everybody used to call me Darius Rucker, and I didn't like that. Oh. Demetrius Tucker, Darius Rucker. Uh, didn't like that. Especially in South Carolina, I was the only black kid in my school. Not a fun time. Oh. Um, um, what's that? Fun? American Kids by Kiz- Kenny Chesney is my favorite. Um, it's a good song. Favorite country song. But other than that, I don't really listen to much country. But... So your, your genres are spread pretty wide. I think I listen to almost, not everything, but almost everything. Good. Kyle has a weird music taste, guys. Very weird. And, um, maybe, and maybe it's weird just because I listen to mostly country and today's hits, but... Uh, this man threw a party at his apartment. He had aux, and he was playing Pandora with ads. So it's in the middle of a yeah, party. Yeah, you can't take a shot at my at my genres of music that I listen to just by just based off of my no, I know my inability to pay for Spotify. I think that was really funny premium. because you're all like partying at this party, and then all of all of a sudden it's like uh, an ad comes on. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Speaking of parties at your apartment, Kyle used to throw really good parties at his apartment, um, Campus Point. Uh, so many people showed up. So many people, but I have a fucking grape. Oh no, this was even your party. There was a the roommate, Matt, threw a party, his birthday party. He was like oh, twenty five. That man's old. Anyway, he threw a birthday party. Me, Kyle, and Bill go and get Taco Bell before this party. Um, that was a really funny experience. It's when you did that lucky shashi, was it? Was that it? I have <laughs> I no so. clue, if I'm being honest. I, I do remember the, the occasion that this happened, but I don't remember what I said. We were having a good time. So, Matt's doing this party. We did not expect anybody. He Matt was a very weird guy. He, cool guy, but weird. He was very, he was older. So, and like, he really never really had friends over. He had like a couple. So, we weren't expecting this to be a long or a big party so we walk in uh, we're walking up the steps and we can hear the music and everybody talking from the bottom and you loved on the top floor mm-hmm. so we're walking up these steps and there's just music blasting so we open up the door there's a fuck ton of people there's so many people so me and bill sit down at the, the bar or whatever what, what did you call that bar uh the island the island there's girls dancing on top of the island there's more girls, like 20 girls walked in as soon as me and Bill sat down to eat our Taco Bell. And I was still really shy at that point. So I'm like, yo, I cannot handle this right now. I need to like 
take a walk or take a piss or something. So I like remove myself from this situation. I'm like shaking, bro. I was like, oh my God, there's so many people here. There's so many girls. Do I look okay? I'm eating Taco Bell in front of everybody. So I didn't even eat my Taco Bell yet. Um, I went to the bathroom or whatever. I came back not even 30 minutes later to chow down on my Taco Bell because I was really hungry. And someone ate my Taco Bell. That's so important. Someone ate my three Doritos Locos Tacos with no tomatoes and my four Cinnabon cum shots, whatever they're called. And I was very upset. And I I didn't want to, like, bring it up and be like, hey, yo, like, who ate my Taco Bell? But whoever ate my Taco Bell, you're a fucking bitch. And that's on God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. That Taco Bell was so good. And then I told someone afterwards, and they're like, oh, that's a party foul. You deserve to get your Taco Bell eaten. No, I didn't. Who the fuck walks into a party, sees someone else's food, and is like, yeah, I'm going to eat the fuck out of that. Anybody that's drunk, DJ. Fuck Anybody them. that is drunk. Yeah, okay, it's true. But still, fuck the Taco Bell bandit. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Uh, this went on pretty long, 50 minutes. Do you have, do you want to plug anything? Yeah, I think that we are, we are new and we're going to be growing. So just keep tuning in. Um, we'll be here every single week and just every single week you're yeah. leaving. Like just, uh, just we'll be, try it. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll be fine. It's Kyle is traveling a lot, but, but we'll be good. Um, follow me on Instagram. You talk one, two, three. Follow me on Twitter, DJ Tucker one. No, DJ Tucker eight, eight, eight three eights. Uh, follow Kyle on his social media. I don't know what this shit is. Uh, TikTok, Mister Dot KM Zero. Yeah, follow TikTok. Instagram, just Kyle Marcus, and that's about it. That's all I'm really on. So hopefully you guys enjoyed. Be entertained. Hopefully this doesn't sound like shit. I was touching my mic a lot, so we'll be good. I'm not listening to this back. But, Only improvements. Um, I guess we'll see you guys later. Yes, Have a we will. good 4th of July. Yes. The 4th. Oh Have a good 4th. And uh, stay foxy. All right. Peace.